The Making of a Modern Man, a podcast dedicated to ambitious men who want to unlock the potential from their mind, body, and life. My name's Jack Taylor, and I'm a men's health, performance, and behavior change specialist. I believe that every man has the potential for greatness. Most just don't know how to unlock it. And that is the intention of this podcast, to help you step into your power and become the man you've dreamt of being. So if you're now ready to elevate all areas of your life, let's dive in. What's up guys, it's Jack here. I often get questions around how to overcome a lack of motivation and really how to build a deep-rooted sense of grit and discipline. So by the end of today's episode, you're going to have six actionable ways that you can skyrocket your discipline and start achieving the goals that you want out of life. Now, I think a good place to start is by looking at what discipline is. So to me, discipline is getting shit done in the short term that maybe you don't want to do or that it makes you feel uncomfortable, but for the sake of achieving your long-term goals. And that nicely segues into us looking at what is motivation? Well, on the other hand, motivation is something that is extrinsically sourced. Now, what that means is that you gain motivation by something outside of yourself. So let me give an example. I am highly motivated when the sun's out. Now, the challenge here is that I live in England, so the sun is very rarely out, which means that I am very rarely motivated. So let's say that 40% of the time I'm motivated. The reality is, if I only got shit done 40% of the time, that is not good enough for the type of results that I want to see in my life. So when we solely rely on motivation for us to get things done, we're relinquishing all sense of control. And that is why we cannot rely on motivation. Whereas on the other hand, we have discipline. And discipline is intrinsically sourced, which means that you have full control over it. Discipline is something that comes from within you. And we're going to talk about what discipline is and what's the best way to view discipline. But the reality is without discipline, you're only ever going to get things done when you feel like getting things done. And if you're anything like me, that's not going to be very often. And if you're wanting to unlock the potential from your mind, body and life, I know that you're going to have big, grandiose goals that you want to achieve. So we cannot rely on how we feel to be the driving force of when we get things done. Now, something that I've always found to be really helpful, and I tell all my clients to view discipline like this too, is start viewing discipline like a muscle. Now, in the same way that nobody is born with freakishly strong biceps, nobody is born with a really deep-rooted sense of discipline. So the way that we build discipline is the same way that we build strong biceps. We need to put the reps in. We need to actively try and strengthen and train that disciplined muscle. And as a result, over time, it will get stronger and you will find doing hard tasks a lot easier. I'm sure you've also heard the phrase, discipline equals freedom. And I'm a big believer in this because when you really start to build that discipline muscle, so many doors of possibility and opportunity open up for you. Because by you being able to overcome getting things done in the short term that you don't necessarily want to do, you are going to achieve so much more out of your life. And look, I've been there. I've spent years in a place where I didn't have discipline because I didn't know what I'm about to teach you today. And I struggled. I struggled to see any form of result from my life. And it really frustrated me. So without wasting any more time, 
Let's dive into the first thing that you can do to skyrocket your discipline. Number one, I want you to start looking at things as an opportunity and not an obligation. Now, the way that you can do this is by creating a simple reframe. I want you to start changing the words that you use surrounding the tasks that you want to get done. Because if you start using the words like I need to, I should do, or I've got to, they're what I call obligatory words, which makes you feel like you have a metaphorical gun pointed to your head and somebody else or somebody outside of yourself is making you do the task. And I don't know about you, but if somebody's making me do something, the thing in itself becomes significantly less desirable to do. So therefore, it doesn't matter what it is, I don't want to do it. So I want you to bear that in mind. Let's use the gym as an example. If I have a gym session tonight and I start using the word, I need to go and do it, or I should go and do it, it makes the thought of that gym session a lot less desirable. It starts to feel like a chore to me. And that's not how I want to view it. Because with that chore comes baggage. And that makes me feel like I don't want to do it. I have resistance to doing it. So what I start to do instead is I start to look at it as an opportunity. I start to think about all of the positive reasons as to why I want to go and do the thing. For example, if I go to the gym, I know that I'm going to have more energy afterwards. I know that it's going to make me feel good about myself immediately and in the long term. And so on. I list off all the reasons as to why it's an opportunity and not an obligation. But also, coming back to the language, after I have done that little exercise of looking at why it is an opportunity and not an obligation, I then start changing how I frame it to myself. So I start saying, I get to go to the gym tonight, or I want to go to the gym tonight, or I'd like to go to the gym tonight. Because by using those words, I instantly compute the task as being more desirable. Because I wouldn't want to go and do something unless there was something in it for me, a positive outcome for me. So as a result of me starting to use language in that way, it eases off the load. It takes that metaphorical gun away from me and I start to build this sense of desire to going and doing the task. So that's number one. Number two, this is a really powerful one. I want you to start looking at it as a point system. Now, Life is just an accumulation of decisions. Do I go left? Do I go right? Do I go to the gym? Do I not? Do I get up on my first alarm or do I not? Once you start realizing that life is just an accumulation of decisions, you then recognize that you can gamify life. So every decision you have to make, you either gain a point or you lose a point. So let's use the example of the gym again. I've got that gym session scheduled for this evening. When this evening comes, I have a decision to make, whether I go to the gym or whether I don't. And if I go to the gym tonight, I get a point. And if I don't go to the gym tonight, I lose a point. The aim of the game is to accumulate as many points as possible. And the beauty of this is, the more points you accumulate, the stronger your discipline becomes. And the added bonus is that the more points you have, the easier those type of decisions become as well. So I urge you, even if it's just for a week, start to gamify this process. Start to look at all the decisions that you have to make and see how many points you can accumulate. And I can assure you that in a very short space of time, your discipline will go through the roof because by playing this points game, you are flexing that discipline muscle. You are putting the reps in. And like I say, like any muscle, the more reps you put in, the more stress you put it under, the stronger that muscle is going to grow. 
Number three, start with the small things. Most big and powerful goals are just an accumulation of doing the small things. So getting into great shape, it's an accumulation of doing the small things. The small things are eating healthy on a daily basis, so making the correct decision when it comes to your nutrition frequently, showing up at the gym frequently, because it's not one single workout that gets you into good shape, it's going and frequently showing up. And it's the same with business. Nobody builds a big business or a successful business by doing one single thing. It's an accumulation of the small things. So start with the small things. Stop looking at this big mountain that you have to climb and just focus on putting one foot in front of the other. So start putting the reps in and building that discipline muscle with the small things. And that could be as trivial as getting up on your first alarm. That could be when you say you're going to go wash up, go and do it straight away. Start seeing how many points you can accumulate by doing the small things. And again, those small things mount up. They end up in you creating a bigger thing in and of itself and achieving bigger things. Number four, I want to give credit to Mel Robbins. So Mel Robbins is big in the personal development space. And she created a very simplistic rule called the five second rule which sounds quite self-explanatory. And the premise behind it is that you have five seconds to show yourself that you're making some form of movement towards the behavior. So let's use getting up in the morning. Your alarm goes off in the morning. You're sitting there contemplating whether I should get up or whether I shouldn't. I want you to deploy the five second rule and I want you to count down from five. And by the time that you get to zero, you need to show yourself that you're making some form of movement towards getting out of bed. Because what she found is that if you don't make some form of movement within five seconds, your brain shuts down the idea of taking action. And we can see that time and time again with that example that I've given. If you snooze your alarm once, you're going to snooze it twice. Because your brain shuts down the idea of getting up. So you succumb to just constantly snoozing your alarm. So I want you to put that into practice, is try the five second rule out. If you're sat listening to this now, and you know that you should be going and doing something else, I want you to count down from five, and by the time you get to zero, get up off your ass and go and do the thing. And this is just gonna give you that little prompt and that little nudge to start taking action. Number five, make it easier for yourself. Despite what the hustle porn stars of social media tell you, it doesn't have to be hard for you to create success. The reality is, if you're listening to this today, you're wanting to get into better shape, to unlock the potential from your mind, to build discipline, and to create the life that you've always dreamt of having. Now, why does that need to be difficult? If we can make it easier, then surely that's what we wanna do. A way that you can make this easier for yourself is figure out a behavior that you're really struggling to get done. And I then want you to write down, how can you make doing this task easier? And I want you to exhaust that list. Come up with 101 different ways that you can make doing this task easier. And this is a very short exercise that requires minimum investment of your time. But that little investment of your time is gonna massively help you to overcome the challenges and resistance that you currently face when it comes to that behavior. So grab a pen and paper, Figure out what it is that you're struggling to do at the moment and go to town on it. Start figuring out all the ways possible that you could actually either achieve the same goal in a different way or make it easier for you to do. 
And then number six, audit your environment. Is your environment hindering or nurturing your success? An example of this is for me, chocolate digestive biscuits are my kryptonite. I absolutely adore them. So I don't have them in the house because I know that if they're in the house, then my environment is hindering my success. Every time I walk past them, I'm gonna to have to have this internal conflict with myself that's not needed. I'm making my life more difficult by having them there. So I want you to look at your environment and assess whether it's hindering or nurturing your success. Are there things in your environment that need to change? Such as the chocolate digestives. How can you set your environment up so that it's actually helping you in achieving your goals and not making it more difficult for you? So those right there are the six actionable ways that you can immediately skyrocket your discipline. This is something that I have personally used myself over the past few years and it has massively helped and is actually what I help to coach my clients on on a daily basis. So to summarize what they are, look at things as an opportunity and not an obligation. Create a point system with yourself to flex that discipline muscle on a daily basis. Accumulate as many points as you possibly can. Start with the small things. Stop looking at the mountains you have to climb and figure out what the small things that you can do to accumulate as many points as possible. And number four, the five second rule. Start acting faster because you now know that you've got five seconds to show yourself that you're making some form of movement towards the goal. Otherwise, your brain shuts down the idea of doing it. Make it easier for yourself. Write a list of all the ways that you can make the habit that you're trying to achieve easier. And finally, audit your environment. Assess whether your environment is hindering or nurturing your success and make the adjustments necessary. Guys, I hope you found this one valuable today. I'm gonna to try and keep these as short and sharp as possible. And if you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe and I'll catch you on the next one. Guys, I appreciate you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and you found it valuable. To make sure you don't miss an episode like this in the future, hit that subscribe button. But until then, take ownership, take action and keep hustling.